Welcome, everyone, to the Meaningful Hearts Podcast, where we discuss the everyday questions that make us or break us if we let them. I am your host, Drew. Take my hand and let's walk this journey together. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And today I want to talk about being alone. Can you be alone? Do you think that's possible to be alone in your thoughts? Alone with yourself? Just be completely happy. Be completely satisfied with yourself. Alone. Nobody else around. Just happy and content with yourself. And most of your time is just spent alone. Now, being alone can really have its benefits, right? You're able to think and do as you want. Say and do whatever you'd like to do. And nobody's ever going to judge you for it. Or, well, I mean, there's nobody around within your perimeter to say or do anything to you for it because you're just, you're in your own zone. You're alone. There's nobody else around. I just find it curious. I'm curious about it because I saw somebody on uh, YouTube, uh, they were talking about dating and they were talking about, you know, looking for a relationship. And the only reason why you should look for a significant other is just to be like a companion to you, but you're happy alone and you're good with being alone. It's like you're, you choose to have a companion. I choose to be with somebody. That's the only reason that you could validate having a relationship or a significant other. And I was just wondering about that. I mean, there's other reasons why I would say that I would have, you know, I would prefer to be alone versus be with somebody. I think the big reason is, is because you have to take other people's feelings into consideration before you do something necessarily, right? You don't just go out and uh, have a party and, and go crazy and then not call to contact that person. If that person's worried about you, they care about you. It's kind of inconsiderate to their feelings. But when, you are, when you're not attached to anyone at all, you could just go and do that and nobody's going to be looking for you. I mean, your friends and family, you know, God forbid you go missing, but there's nobody to answer to. There's nobody to to really have to respect as far as their feelings or their concerns. Um, If you want to just completely sleep the day away or just shut yourself out or not talk to anyone, you don't have to really appease anyone else besides yourself. You know, being alone also allows you to focus more on your goals and aspirations. There is, I mean, there's always a, uh, there was a grass is greener on the other side type of scenario, but I've been alone a lot and I've also been with somebody a long time. And I would say that there's a lot of, I'd say they're equal in a lot of ways. Sometimes you're a better person or you're more inspired when you have somebody in your life that inspires you to be better and do more. And sometimes having somebody in your life also might be a drag on your well-being and a drag on who you are. But I don't think you should be with somebody 
if they're making you feel like that because that's stupid. But there are people that stay with people like that. But being alone, you're able to accomplish more without interruption. There's no expectations of you. You can literally be selfish 100% of the time and not have to worry about anybody's feelings. You don't have to explain anything to anyone at any point. You could just be alone to your thoughts and have them uninterrupted. It's really, it's really confusing. Uh, I'm sorry, maybe that's the wrong word. It's, it's complicated because we go, we go, we go through times in our lives where we think that we're making the right decision or this is what it should be. And then other times we're like, no, this is not what it is. This is not what I want. But what is it? Is it the being with someone versus being alone is just a, a need sometimes? Do we really need to have somebody else in our life in order to be whole? Or should we be that person by ourselves so strong and alone that if, you know, the rest of our lives it was that way, it would be fine and you're content and happy with that? It really makes me wonder because there are some people that are so strongly independent that they really don't need or want. I would say need. I would say what needs a strong word. You should never need anyone like that. You should always want or choose to be with somebody. But need is a, is a dependence. You're codependent on somebody. And I don't think that would be like healthy. But there are some people that are so strong that they don't need anyone else. In 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 a in a companion way. They're they're just so in their own lane and they just they like being alone. They really do. They might, you know, date casually and maybe have the random hookup or two, but they're just they're lone wolves. They like to be alone. They don't like sharing their space with anyone. And maybe that's maybe that's a lot maybe they're lying to themselves. Maybe they're they're saying they're saying one thing and doing another and they feel a different way, but some people are just so so dominant in their lives that they can't share it with anybody else. I think that's very interesting to think about. Because me personally, I don't know. Sometimes I like to be alone. I say about 55% of the time to 60% of the time I like to be alone. I know it's a weird that's weird. That that percentage is those percentages are weird. But I feel like I do like the idea of being being with somebody, but at the same time, I enjoy being alone because of my freedoms. But it's really tough. It's really tough because there are there are things about being with somebody else that makes you feel a little more alive. Makes you just want to go a little harder sometimes. You want to do a little more. Maybe that person's like your muse and you're a little more passionate. Or they, I mean, human touch, human interaction is needed as a human being, being embraced or being touched or, or, or being loved or, or having a sense of, uh, you know, belonging to someone or, 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 or longing for someone. All these little things do help you, do help you in life as, as far as feeling, as far as your mind state. Our mental health, our our physical health, all these things, we don't really think about too much when we're 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 busy and stuck in our own lives, but we do really long for human interaction and touch. 
I'm sure everybody can go back to the quarantine that we had a little while back where we were locked out and out of touch with reality for the first time in over a hundred years. This is the first time we've been really disconnected from social activity. I mean, we do have social media. We do have, you know, FaceTime and things like that. But people were losing their minds. People were going crazy. Now think about it. Just because you're a loner, right? Just because you're alone doesn't necessarily mean that you don't go out into the world, right? You interact with people all day. You might go in and out of the store. And then when that's taken away from you, you don't realize how dependent you are on social interaction. Now, those aren't relationships per se in, in, in that sense, but they're interactions that you don't get. You don't get with anyone, even for your daily Starbucks run or maybe the grocery store. It's just the presence of people around you makes you feel differently than when there's nobody around or you're stuck in your apartment or your house. And some of you may be married or have a significant other that you lived with, but a lot of people were alone. A lot of people were uh, healthcare, healthcare workers that were maybe alone in, in their apartments and they spent a lot of time alone away from their families. I knew somebody that was alone and away from their family and it, was, it took a toll on them mentally. mentally it really did. Working and just coming home and obviously all the, the added baggage of, of the unknown and the fear that was going on, you know, the loss of lives, all these things really heightened that, that uh, anxiety in us. But the social interaction, I mean, we, we've restored full social interaction just recently, right? In the past three or four months where you know, have baseball games of full capacity and you have clubs and social settings and restaurants we're dining inside. It's a real, it was so weird and it's so crazy when that's, that's taken away from you, how alone you really feel, how, how separate you feel from the world, disconnected. And I think that's what it is. It's a connection. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a specific feeling that you get from being on the grid with other people. And if you don't have that, you feel it a lot more. So I think being alone, in essence, are we truly alone? Are we truly alone in our lives? Are we truly alone? Well, it makes you wonder now, if social interaction is the definition of not being alone, then I don't think any of us are alone in that way. But we got to think, we got to think about that. And I think that I'm okay with being alone to an extent, but at the same time, I would like to spend some time or have some space with somebody. Those interactions, I think, are healthy. And I think that if you are alone right now in your life or you're, you're going through something or maybe you're busy with your career, you should really dial back and think what it would be like if you did have somebody in your life or a companion or someone that you did spend some time with, where you did have some good interactions, meaningful interactions, and, and got to share that space with somebody, how that would feel and how that would change you. And it might change you for the better. I know that we, don't, we, think, of, we think of having somebody possibly in our lives as giving, where we have to give some of ourselves to somebody. And that's, I understand that. But there are also people that also like to be alone, that also like to be a little, a lot, in, a lot more independent 
and they might be similar to you in that fashion, and you might be able to coexist with that person as well. And I think that's something to think about. I think that's something to dial in to your minds and say, you know what, open your world to different possibilities of things that we've never tried before. I mean, we're only on this earth once, and we don't want to live with regret, or maybe we get to a certain point in our lives where we're like, you know what, I wish I would have, I should have done this, but instead, you know, time is finite, life is finite, uh, opportunities are finite, so you should at least entertain the fact of this, and I, I, same, same, same thing. I for a long time when I got when I when I was removed from my relationships or, or whoever I was dating, I was like, I'm great. I'm alone. I'm more focused. I have all these things, and you're you're excited about that, and you enjoy those things for a while. But you always, for the most part, revert back to that at some point, in some sort of way. Even if you're just casually dating or you're casually hanging out with somebody, really start to think what it would be like to find somebody that maybe could coexist with you and give you enough space so you do still have that where you're uninterrupted and you could still also be a good person to them in return. It's a lot to think about because time does not wait for anyone. And as time goes on, you got to have to, you got to think about these things. We really have to sit back and think what would it be like if I decided to live the rest of my life the way I'm currently living it versus the other and maybe take a take a chance make a change in your life well I love you all and I appreciate you listening to me and I want you to really think about what I talked about with you today thank you for listening have a good night